Hello, this is Mark Viquez, Regional Correspondent for the website Stadium Journey, the industry's leader in venue reviews, anywhere from arenas to ballparks, from the big four down to the amateurs. We have it covered at Stadium Journey. With me today is Chelsea Parker, the multimedia sports journalist for the Paducah, Kentucky Sun newspaper. Chelsea, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, she's going to convince me today why I finally need to make that trip down to Paducah to check out Brooks Stadium, which is home to the uh, Paducah Chiefs of the Ohio Valley League. She's there almost every night, so I think she'll have a. I think she'll be a good expert to have to tell me what it's all about uh, to see a Chiefs game uh, down in this part of uh, the country that I have yet to been to. So, Chelsea, uh, you have the floor. Tell me all about uh, the Chiefs and okay, what so, to expect. Well, Brook Stadium, it is my favorite place in the entire world. I actually met my husband there. Yes, um, yes that's, I did read that. So I have grown up in Paducah. My dad actually played at Brook Stadium okay. in high school for a little bit. Um, it was built in 48 yes. and opened in 49 for the Paducah Chiefs. And at that time, it cost 75000 to build it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was used for the Chiefs from... The 40s until 1955, they were a part of the Kitty League, and um, they actually were a part of the Mississippi-Ohio Valley League, um, and they hosted the All-Star Game there in 1949. Um, Dale Coslow, who played for the Chiefs in 1940, he ended up being a NL ERA leader in 1949, and... Um, Alan Roden, who was a part of the um, last MLB draft, actually got to play there with the Chiefs a few summers ago. So it's it's a historic yeah. spot. Um, you walk in and it, just, it takes you back. There are actual chairs from the original Cardinals stadium. Um, I didn't know that until no, last I didn't know that summer. Either. Um, it was a little, <laughs> a little bit of a surprise. Wow, that's all. Is, is it is it from Bush Stadium? I assume the it's old one from um, the very original. It's um, Sportsman Park. Sportsman Park. Wow. wow. Okay, mm-hmm. there you go. That's I did not know yes. that. You're the first person to tell me that. It. Uh, I did not. I know love that, that until today. the owner, um, Doc Hodig, <laughs> he told me that this summer. So I was I was very taken aback at that. Um, uh, sorry, I'm getting over the flu. So my. Oh no, that's fine. Is, Yes, it's, it, it's getting there, but it's still a little wacky. Um, yeah. So in 1955, the Chiefs were part of the were the Kitty League um, champs. From 1952 to 55, they were affiliated with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1939, they were affiliated with the Dodgers. 38, Cardinals again. 1937 the Pirates and in 36 they were affiliated with the Cincinnati Reds um so it kind of was a little bit of a ghost stadium for a while and Paducah Tillman which is my alma mater they actually their high school baseball team plays there every spring and um Steve Finley's played there Terry Shumpert to name a few, um, Jackson Fristo that just signed with the Yankees. He played there for Tillman. Okay. And um, the Chiefs actually date back to 1903, and they came back in 2016 as a Ohio Valley League college wood yes. bat team. Summer collegiate, yeah, definitely. And they are – it's – little bad news bearsy sometimes mm-hmm. um, just because they get kids that have recently graduated from high school they get college kids and my husband actually played for the Chiefs a few years ago when he was younger and um, there's mostly relief pitchers so it's not 
it's a long drawn out process sometimes for games but it's worth it um you get to see a different version of baseball Mm -hmm. because that's one thing with my coverage from my own website and everything um i'm big independent league baseball person so Mm -hmm. i like the throwback where it's not the glib it's not the glamour it's just it's just the game and to see the young kids going and watching it and Greg McKeel, who is the manager of the Chiefs, he does seventh inning stretch, take me out to the ball game, every single home game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and make sure the whole crowd is singing. Um, players get to sign autographs afterwards for the young kids. And it's just a – it's kind of – it's what makes you fall in love with the game. Oh yeah, definitely. Just, just sitting there, you know, eating nachos, watching the future of the game mm-hmm. playing. That's that's the best part of it. So, yeah. also with with Brook Stadium and Paducah, Paducah is actually a baseball family town. Um, the Roof family, the Haas family, um, they all come from St. Mary. And they multiple, multiple have played major league baseball and minor league baseball. Um, and actually, what's cool is with Paducah and Mayfield, which is a adjoining town near us, um, Trip Gibson is actually umpiring in the World Series right now. And he grew up here. So he has made his way around Brook Stadium as well. So that's just a little little fun fact about Paducah and Brooks. Um, Brooks Stadium is also used for the West Kentucky Middle School All-Star Game every fall. Oh, okay. every and fall. Every fall. And um, it's the local middle school baseball teams, and they have a little tournament. Instead of a state tournament, they just have a little tournament. And the um, – <coughs> sorry – the no winner of the tournament yes. and the runner-up, their coaches get to coach the two teams, and they pick the best kids from each middle school team and just kind of have a little all-star game. And it's it's fun. Um, the regional baseball tournament has been held there for West Kentucky multiple times. Um, and before the Southern Illinois Miners went extinct, mm-hmm. rest in peace, broke yes. my heart. That was, that was my home team. Um, the Miners and the Evansville Otters, which Bossy has a big chunk of my heart, mm-hmm. um, they would come to Brook Stadium and have an ex- exhibition game every oh. year before the Frontier League. Okay, I never did. So, so, so the Otters would come and play. That's great to hear. Yes. Yeah, we know so, the Otters. have been there a few times to check them out, Evansville Otters. Uh, they play at another historic ballpark as well, Bossy oh, Field. Yes. Yeah, so. That was my first quote-unquote professional baseball game that I ever got to see was the Otters. So I actually got to cover them when they came to Paducah to um, play the Miners. I actually got to cover them for the Otters. And that was in 2021. So that was the last season they got to do that. So that was pretty bittersweet. Yeah. Now, of course, um, the Prospect League is placing a team in Rent One Park where the uh, Miners used to play. I, I don't, we don't have a name yet. Uh, but they'll they're going to start this year. Uh, how far is uh, I guess Marion in Illinois? How far is that from Paducah? Um, if I'm driving, about forty five minutes. Okay. If my husband's driving, probably an hour and oh. fifteen. Yeah, yeah. My wife's like that too. She says uh, I drive. I'm dr- I drive like Miss Daisy. So she's uh, oh, yeah. she she critiques because you know here's the thing about Paducah and one of the reasons why I've wanted to go to see a game is that you can tie in a bunch of other ballparks. You can go to the mm-hmm. Otters because I live in Indianapolis. So I can just shoot down 69, uh, almost shoot down 69. It's not completed South of Indianapolis yet, but shoot yeah. down 69, check out the, uh, the Otters hit Paducah, go check out the Cape catfish uh, over the river in Missouri, I guess Missouri. Yeah. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, 
yeah, there's like a bunch of states that collide in that area and then shoot up to uh, rent one park and see a game. So I could hit about four ballparks if the schedule works out in a few days. Oh, absolutely. And it's a part of the country that I've, I've driven through a few times. I really haven't spent time there. And it's always on my list of something to do. And even last year when I was in St. Louis, I thought about going to see a Miners game. And I said, well, you know, if I go there, uh, I'm just going to go there, see the Miners. I want to come back yeah. and see Paducah. And I want to come back and see uh, the Catfish and uh, spend some time there. So, you know, these are things I think about in, in other ballpark travelers. So, you know, uh you got the ballpark, you have the history. Uh, the Missouri Ohio Valley League is still in existence. Mm-hmm. It's called the the Midwest League now, but yep. uh, the Ohio Valley League, my experience there is uh, checking out League Park with the Bois Bombers. I had a great oh, time. Yes. I had a great time. That's where they filmed the League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a little bit away from Paducah, but it's uh, it's it's a you know I had a fun atmosphere too. I don't know too much about that league. Uh, I know there's a team in Madisonville and Hopkinsville. I I don't know how those experiences in those ballparks compare. Uh, but what what I know is that if you have a nice facility with great food and great fans, you know you kind of just kind of settle in and and enjoy the night. Uh, but you know, Brook Stadium is is definitely a classic ballpark. Uh, how's the you know, we talked about the baseball being played there, but how's the atmosphere? We've heard about the the coach comes out and does a seven inning stretch. Any kind of traditions there? Any you know what's uh, what's a typical crowd looks like on us on a weekend night? Well, um, typical crowd. It's usually packed with the Chiefs. Um, okay. They have host families, so host families come. They do have family weekend where um, the kids their actual families come in from all over last year they actually had a pitcher which was funny his name's Kaylin and my husband's name's Kaylin so I was like oh you're no longer the only Kaylin to play for the Chiefs but he was originally from Australia okay so um nice it is definitely a laid-back crowd there are a few you know few fans that get into it just a little okay. bit too much a little bit for, too much like it's just a game guys <laughs> for it to be like 18 to 22 year olds out there yeah. you know they and it's summer ball so like yelling at them for certain things it's like, mm. come on, yeah chill. yeah chill guys they're learning but oh yeah there I, is yeah, a there's also a beer garden um out by left field and um certain nights they have like businesses that actually will just you know cater to their whole employee like all their employees and they'll make a special thing about it and um somebody from the company or business will get to throw out the first pitch um so it's very (laughs) it's very family orientated um laid back yes Um, food's really good too Got to mention yeah, so, that. Yeah, sounds like a just yeah. I just love small town baseball. I think when I travel, I love going to the nice double A, triple A ballparks, major league. But sometimes you go to a small town, you're sitting in a ballpark that's been around since 1948, such as Brooks, and you just look around. And you're like, wow, this is all I really need. Just you know, a oh, nice yeah. crowd, some good food. You know, the people who built the ballpark after World War II. It's still being used. I mean, there's so many ballparks that get knocked down because they want to build a highway or they want to build a mall or they want to build a post office. And and Brooks has been able to survive all these years. So it's great to hear it's it's still being utilized uh, for the game oh, that, that you and I love. And oh yeah. You know, it's and, definitely there's something special about it. You yeah. walk in and it it does it takes you back to a different time and that's what i love i love to hear those yeah because yeah i like i said i've been to like i live near richmond indiana and we have a ballpark there called mcbride stadium i think that was built in 1937 it looks old it probably could be fixed up in certain spots but yeah you're just taken back you're like wow this is old you know and i i I wish the town would promote it more (laughs) 
and say, hey, check out our, you know, you know, one of our kind ballpark. I mean, League Stadium was built in 1991 for the League of the Row movie, but yeah, that that was made to look like a, a pre-war uh, ballpark as well. So, you know, you just like you just like these quirky little ballparks. So you talk about the food there. Uh, anything that stands out or is it basic hot dogs, popcorn, nachos? It's basic, okay. um, basic ballpark foods. The nachos are my go-to. Um, yes, definitely. They do sell beer. And um, so it's just, it's your run-of-the-mill ballpark yeah. when it comes to beverages and food. Okay. But Good local beer, or are we looking at macros like Bud Miller? Macro, yeah, Bud okay. Miller. Yeah, well, perhaps somebody. I Are there any local breweries in the in town? That- oh, oh, yes. To say, hey, let's let's get her name out. I mean, not let's get her name out there, but let's let's do something. It's baseball. Let's get a let's get a Chiefs beer. Something like that. Oh yeah, that would that would definitely. I'm surprised they don't have that yet. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you're, I'm shocked because I've been to. Uh, I was in a ballpark in Alton, which is sort of a makeshift Alton, Illinois, right outside of St. Louis, yeah. in the Prospect League. They have their own beer. They're called the uh, River Dragons, and it, it's a small little ballpark, probably even smaller than than Brooks. And I'm like, dang, they have their own beer. That's that's kind of impressive. <laughs> so I just think that one just seems like it's so easy, baseball and beer. So, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, that's that's good times. So now, have you been to the other ballparks in the league? I mean, do you have any? I have not. Okay, <laughs> I haven't. Um... I'm usually stay grounded here. Yeah, you're working. And yeah, so so what? Usually so you, the Chiefs, the Chiefs always start around the time that high school baseball is ending, and so my main coverage in the beginning of the season is going to the state tournament because um, the McCracken County baseball team they went to state the last. Oh, Lord, I don't even remember. They've been a school since 2013, and they have... Um, They're a powerhouse. They have eight um, regional titles so far. So, nice. Yes, my husband actually coaches for them. Um, okay. So baseball is our life. But, um, yeah. So I usually will be in Lexington with whoever makes it to the state tournament from our area. Okay. So we opening weekend, of course, always... Always open in a weekend for the Chiefs, but as soon as high school baseball is over, I am always there. Yeah. Either just shooting um, or or writing about the game. No, that's great. And, you know, I'm looking at a picture right now. It's just such a colorful ballpark, red, white, and blue. It's got these mm-hmm. nice uh, signage up there, uh, Iron Route Gate. It's got a nice entrance sign. It's an older ballpark, but it's kept up pretty pretty well and you know, that is, uh, that's hard to do. Sometimes you have these ballparks that are old and then, you know, you have some chairs that are peeling and you got paint shipping, but, but here Brooks stadium is, is definitely a good looking ballpark. And here's the thing. I talk to a lot of people that travel to ballparks. I never hear anybody talk about Paducah. Like nobody ever mentions Brooks stadium. And, you know, it just seems like to be this white whale that I need to need to drive to. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and I've been thinking, like I said, I've been thinking about this for a good six years. So I'm like, Oh yeah, let me do Paducah. Yeah. Let me check them out and uh, you know, see what it's all about. So I, I think maybe this summer would be, would be the op, you know, opportune time to see how things are going on down there. It's oh, yeah. uh and yeah. I, yeah. I just love small town ballpark. So you met your husband at, yes. Paducah was uh, <laughs> were you a fan and he was a player and you caught each other's eyes tell no, me about that um actually so I um I'm working on a new baseball website at the moment because with my full-time job working in sports I've kind of let my old website lapse but okay. I created dugout dish in 2019 and it focused on all levels of baseball or professional baseball um with a big focus on independent baseball so i worked with that and i was actually doing a radio show here in paducah um, during covid covering high school sports and we didn't have much um but at brook stadium they had like this little two-team league just for college kids that lost their season 
from yeah. COVID. They got to play and I was covering it for work. Um, and my husband followed me on Twitter. He had followed me on Twitter in 2019 and I never followed him back. Okay. And so he had commented, he had noticed one of his players from the high school team. I'd taken a picture of him getting on base and he, he replied something very sarcastic because that's who he is. And um, I was kind of like, where are you at? Like, why aren't you here? And so after a few weeks, he finally showed up and we met. I finally did call him back on Twitter after that, I promise. But um, yeah, I met him at Brook Stadium right behind home plate. And we've been together ever since. And that was oh, in 2020. So everyone joked for us to get married at Brook Stadium or at least have engagement pictures. But we um, we did not do either. We did get engagement pictures on a baseball field, but not at Brooks. So. Yeah, my, my mom would have killed me if I got married to my wife at a ballpark. <laughs> my wife would have killed me. She was like, no, not getting married at a ballpark. <laughs> but I have friends. Uh, Paul Baker, the president of Stadium Journey, was married in Brockton at uh, their ballpark, Capanelli Stadium, I believe. So that's cool. It happens. I, I've known people you know, and, and I know ballparks that I have. I've seen ballparks that say, hey, get married here. Maybe not on the field, but we have yeah. areas that uh, we can cater a service and, and dinner and all that. So, yeah, it's if you're baseball fans, why not? But, yeah, I, I get it. everybody has their their idea of a wedding so oh yeah it's, uh so now we're where was your husband from is he from Paducah? He, yes um we actually he is four years younger than me so we like missed each other in high school my um, wife too four years younger yeah. he he went to a different school than me and um actually mccracken is a um super school so yeah. my husband's school and two others they consolidated and he was the last year um the last baseball team for his school okay. um he went on to play college baseball um dealt with top philosophy in louisiana got to hang out with like david Ardsma and all that but um so he moved back and became a teacher um in the behavioral unit at the school that he coaches at and um his first year was covid year so he didn't get baseball at all and we grew uh, up eight minutes away from each other, wow. but never met. Wow. Small then. world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Paducah, Kentucky, I can see if you grew up in maybe Indianapolis or <laughs> Chicago oh, or yeah. maybe even St. Evansville. Yeah, it's eight yeah. miles apart in Paducah and you don't know. Yeah, it happens. It yeah, happens. We, we played on the same ball fields growing up, but of course I was older. So, you know, I was in middle school and he was still in elementary school playing rec ball. So it was hit or miss, but we finally found each other. Yes. Yes. And is it baseball all the time or uh, do you guys have other interests besides? Uh, um, it's this... baseball all the time. Oh, I would, I would love that. My wife hates baseball. She doesn't um... hate it. It's just, you know, when I take her to a baseball game, I'm recording videos for my YouTube page. I'm running articles for stadium journey, or I'm just like that. I've always been like that. If I go to a baseball game for the first time, I want to walk around and see everything. I want to see the food. Oh, yeah. I want to see different areas of the stadium. I just can't sit down. And she hates that. She just wants to sit down, have a couple drinks. So if I, if we go with some girlfriends, she's fine. If they have wine slushies, she gets a glass of oh, wine. Yeah. She's Okay. You know, here in Indianapolis, we have Victory Field, which you can bring your own food, bring some food in with some friends, grab some wine and some mixed cocktails. She's okay. But when I'm at that ballpark, I know that ballpark pretty well. So I'm yeah. not walking around. So it's a little different atmosphere. But yeah, I we have we have traveled a lot and we always wind up at a ballpark. And she's like, You always leave me alone. You always leave me alone. But I used to do that with my mom when she took me to ballparks as a kid. I would just, my mom would just sit back and oh, let, yeah. me, let me walk around and, and check things out. So yeah, my wife's not, not the huge fan. I mean, you know, it just depends the company she goes with, uh, you know, she'll, she'll deal with it. But you know, like with me, when I make trips, I want to hit a ballpark every single night. Yeah. Like I could do five ballparks in six days. I'd be happy. With her, it's like, really, Mark? I, I, this is too many ballparks. <laughs> you know, you're going to drive two hours out of your way to look at 
some old stadium, but yeah, that's just kind of how I am. I, uh, I love, I love doing that. Now, do you get to have, you know, have you traveled to other ballparks? I mean, who's your major league team? Um, the Cardinals. I was, I assumed um, it was the Cardinals. I grew up a Mets fan. You grew up a Mets fan. What happened? I, I I'm a Mets. I, I'm still a Mets fan. I mean, oh. the Cardinals are my main team, but um, oh my I'm still a Mets Car- fan. The Cardinals. Yeah, I'm a Mets fan too. Obviously, I don't have my. Hold on, do I have my? I don't know if you can see my Mets. Ah, pennant hanging back there. Yeah, a 69 World Series. Yeah, we redecorated for a Halloween party, so I don't have all my stuff hanging up. But yeah, I grew up a Mets fan. So uh, how how did you become a Mets fan? And but I grew up in New Jersey. How did you become one in Kentucky? Mike David Wright, Piazza. Mike Piazza, nice. Mike Piazza, yeah, nice. That was the love of my life growing up. So. Yeah. Because of him, I wanted to be a catcher. Um, okay. And yeah, left-handed, tiny human, not not a good mix to be a catcher. In no, softball. no, so no, I not left-handed. Up, I ended up pitching. Not but, left-handed. Um, yeah, Mike Piazza. Oh, that's which awesome. actually my husband. Um, when we met, we knew we would see each other because I was covering high school sports, and of course, he worked at the high school at a high school and co- coached. Um, but we exchanged a few things. My, one of my um, friends actually wrote a book. He had Tommy John and um, he played for the Southern Illinois Miners for a little bit and blew his arm out. So he wrote a book about it and my husband was a pitcher. So I was like, oh, you'd really enjoy this book. And so I knew I would have to see him again to get the book back. Mm -hmm. Um, So he gave me his favorite baseball movie which is the final season with sean aston um it actually is very relevant to my husband because of course he was the last baseball team for Mm. lone oak high school and in the final season they're consolidating the school so it's the last baseball team so that his that's his thing and we watch it every year before baseball starts for high school but um Inside the movie, when I opened it, he had found a Mike Piazza trading card. Oh, so nice. I was just like, yep, he's the one, which is actually sitting above me, um, with right beside a picture of my husband when he was a part of the Chiefs. So, okay. Full circle moment. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's funny. You, you bring up the final season. I talked to people about their favorite baseball movies, and I don't think I've ever heard that one being listed you're right sean Aston is it rachel lee cook from she's yeah. all that it's and, an amazing movie um yeah. amazon prime has it but it's chopped up so it's not the actual full movie oh. and we have the full movie of course on on blu-ray but um we watched it one night we were like oh my god it's actually on here we can tell people to watch it and like half of it's just chopped out so really? i don't know oh. what is up with that? Yeah, what, what's yeah? That's so, kind of weird. Not, I do not advise watching it on Amazon Prime because you okay. do not get the full movie. Oh god, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Say, League of Their Own is my favorite, but yeah, the, I'm not mm-hmm. too familiar with this movie. I've heard of it. It's uh, probably because I I had a thing for Rachel Lee Cook back in the day. You know, she's Please all that. Is? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, she's. Well, you know, it's funny with that movie. It's like, oh, yeah, let's put glasses on a girl and take them off. All of a sudden, she's pretty. It's <laughs> yeah. like like she was cute to begin with. Like, uh, Yeah, that movie was very interesting. Yeah, that's it's my favorite Freddie Prince Jr. movie. And uh, Summer I Catch is mine. Oh, I can't stand Summer Catch. Uh, I haven't seen it in years, so it might. It might have changed. I'd rather like... watch Fever Pitch than Summer Catch. Summer, there's just too many. I don't know. I just can't. My friend was in Fever Pitch. Oh, he was. Who was your friend? Is it mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon? Jordan Leon. Uh, Jordan Leandre. Jordan he's, Leandre. Uh, he's he a little boy that oh. um, sings. Mm-hmm. Okay. He also is. Um, he got to. He's part of the Jimmy Fund when he was younger, and he got okay. to throw out the first pitch when he was like maybe fifteen or sixteen again. And you can look it up online. Jordan Leandre first first pitch, and he's gonna kill me if he knows I'm talking about this. But um, he was a high school pitcher, and when he threw the first pitch, it ended up hitting the cameraman. Oh, um, it is it is glorious. But yeah, 
No, no. Yeah, I, I threw the first. Right. Yeah, I threw the first pitch at a game in Grand Rapids for the uh, West Michigan Whitecaps. Mm-hmm. First person to go, and it's like, I th- I've thrown a baseball. I don't know if I've ever been on a mound and pitched or threw from the mound. I'm like, okay, I got this. So I threw this like perfect strike, probably hit the quarter. And I was like, oh, thank God I did that. Cause you're right. You don't want to bounce in. You don't want to no. throw it up into the stands. And I was, and then every time I go to a baseball game, I, I see somebody who's a little bit nervous. that may not know what to do. And I say, just lob it, just oh, float yeah. it. You'll, you know, if, you, if you've never thrown before and it, it, you know, this is something totally new to you, just float it. And a couple, couple people have done that. And they're like, oh my God, thank you. You know, I, I didn't know what to do. So. I give it to So, all right. So, talked about the stadium. We talked about your, how you met your husband. We talked about your favorite movie. Uh, what about Paducah, Kentucky? If I come down and visit, you know, what what do you recommend me to do? What should I see in Paducah? Tell me um, about the town. Well, we have a very historic riverfront. Um, it yes. was part of the 1937 flood. And if you go downtown, there's actually markers to show you where the water levels reached, and it's unreal. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of amazing restaurants downtown. Um, ice cream. We have an ice cream parlor downtown. Um, what else is there? Uh, pretty much downtown, my favorite place. Uh, the National Quilt Museum. Yes, we have Quilt Week every <laughs> spring. Um, oh. We have barbecue on the river every oh, fall. Barbecue on the river, that sounds we good. We just had that a few um, now, in September. Now, what what kind of, is this the kind of mutton barbecue you get in Owensboro? Or is this like mm. Memphis style? I don't... Um, it's a little bit of everything. Okay. Um, we have multiple booths. And so each place has a different style of barbecue. Yeah, that's what happens. I mean, is, is Paducah known for barbecue? Are there some good barbecue spots there? Or yes, um, Starnes Barbecue, Backwoods Barbecue. Okay, um, Starnes has been in Paducah for I feel like since the beginning of Paducah, but okay. yeah, it's very good. Yeah, so it's been there forever. Yeah, because I mean, like this is what I like. You talk to a local, you say, "Hey, what the heck? You know, what are some good places to eat down there?" And uh, you know, people tell you so. Yeah, I'm, Kentucky Lake, so that's also it's about thirty minutes from downtown Paducah. Now, what'd you say, Kentucky Lakes? Kentucky Lake. Okay, and never heard of that. What to tell me about Kentucky Lake? A lot of swimming, a lot of uh, um, there are bike trails, hike oh, trails, okay. boating, um, mer- the marina, um, multiple beaches. Um, the TVA Dam. There's oh. actually a buffalo trail that you can go and see live buffalo. Wait a minute, you can see buffalo down in southern in, in 30 minutes from Paducah. Yes. Wow. Has that always been the case, or have they been reintroduced? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, it's always been the case. See, I'm learning a lot about uh, this this part of the country. It's because uh, I know Indiana had like you know when the settlers first showed up, there was buffalo. In Indiana, yeah. obviously, probably through Kentucky and Southern Illinois, and then you know we were, you know, trying to kill them for sports. So I know they reintroduced some buffalo in Indiana, but I I didn't know you had wild buffalo down there. So mm-hmm. wow, this this area sounds fun. Wild buffalo, oh, yeah. lakes, barbecue, baseball, camping. yeah, camping. Which big camping? I'm I'm not a big camping guy, which would probably save me some money on travel. Like if I could just pitch a tent. <laughs> I just got. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah. I had a friend that uh, he played during the COVID season um, when the Washington Wild things and the oh, yeah. Black Sox did their little yep. league. That's right. Um, I had a friend that lived in his camper all summer outside of the Washington Wild Thing Stadium, so he could oh. play. Oh God, Washington, Pennsylvania, not not my cup of tea to spend any time in. Sorry, Washington, just you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no. I I know that town. I've been through it. You know, you're not far from Pittsburgh. You you can get some DeCarlo's pizza, which is nice. But other than that, yeah, you can have it. So, all right. So yeah, a lot of and I heard there's like a lot of uh, mom and pop shops, a lot of nice restaurants, yeah. and um, talk, a lot of talk, mom and pop. 
lot of antique stores, especially downtown. Um, there's the Market House Theater, and um, we have a convention center, which has a brand new hotel attached to it or near it now. Um, so it's it's just a charming little place. Yeah. And when I was younger, I was always like, I can't wait to get out of here. But mm -hmm. now it's like, oh, this is home. Yeah. That's how we all are, except for me. I, I left New Jersey, but if you saw the property taxes out there, you'd leave too. Understandable. It's, it's yeah, it's it's crowded. There's tolls, traffic. I, I'm you know, it's just it was like tag. It's like it takes me an hour to drive twenty minutes. You know, twenty miles. Mm. It's like it's just not fun. That's not yeah, fun no, at all. So, so, uh, so besides baseball of all sorts, uh, you know, are there any other jobs you have at the? The Paducah Sun? Um, I do not. I'm just cover sports nice. there. Um, mostly high school sports, actually. Okay. So, um, which I love. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah. oh, high school sports. But oh, no, no. I, is, I like high school sports it's too. The most intimate part of the game. And I get very attached to the kids. Um, and Outside of that, I am a photographer, so mm -hmm. I get a lot of senior pictures from the kids that I cover, which is nice. Um, so yeah, the sports and photography, those are yeah. I, I mean, you can't complain about that, and uh, you know that's that'd be great to have a job where you get paid to just cover sports on a regular basis. So it's oh, yeah. uh, it's it's a fun time. I know up here in Indiana. We have some of the largest high school basketball gyms outside of, uh, I mean, I mean the top, I think the top 22 largest high school gyms are in Indiana. I know there's one in Kentucky. I want to say Somerset County, which yeah. is probably south of near Corbin in that area. Mm -hmm. um, and you're just amazed you go to a regional game or a sectional tournament and there's 7,000 to 8,000 people in, in a high school gym. And you have the, the cheering section of the of the students and you have the fans and alumni and they're wearing the school colors. And it's like you're at a college game. You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's nothing that I've ever experienced in New Jersey at all. I mean, we would have gyms that would be a thousand people. You know, it was just an afterthought. You would never get more than a couple hundred. Uh, but, you know. Now, is that like that in, in Paducah for high school basketball? How, how does that compare? Oh, yeah. Um, we take basketball pretty serious yeah. down here. Um, of course, I always enjoy I enjoy basketball, everything else. I, volleyball is pretty intense for certain schools down here. Um, one school, McCracken, just they're going to state for – they're at state now for volleyball. But um, – Basketball and baseball, when you get to the postseason, is unreal. Um, okay. Especially baseball, going into the state tournament, um, it's always played. It was played at um, the Lexington Legends Stadium, which is an interesting yeah. location, to say the least. Oh, but, yeah. Um, no, I've, I've been on the record. I, I've been there plenty of times. It's... Uh... It's convenient to get to off the interstate. It's just, yeah, it's just not in a nice neighborhood, nice part of town. No. And it's, you know, it, there's nothing to do before or after the game. And I, I would know, not go by myself to that stadium. Well, that's, I've had, you know, I've been to some, yeah, I, I think the last, I went there this year to see a game and you're right. It's, you show up and it's not well lit. Uh, mm -hmm. It, it, yeah, you're just you're kind of shocked. This is where they built it, and and can, you know the University of Kentucky built a very nice ballpark a few years ago near near their sports complex, mm -hmm. and now I'm hearing stories that the 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 legends are being I mean they're being sold to somebody new. Yeah, they're laying people off. I think they're going to keep the team. I hope he doesn't fold it, but I'm hearing that that land might be more valuable without a ballpark than yeah. with a ballpark, which I hate. I hope that doesn't happen. I've seen that before. Uh, but yeah, not, not a nice spot. Bowling green, no. little, you know, a little bit of a nicer part of town. 
uh, for their oh, yeah. ballpark. Yeah, that, that's the key. Just you have to have these ballparks in nice parts of town where people are going to walk to the games or want to hang out and mm-hmm. spend money. That's just not the case. So so you, you don't feel safe going there alone. I've I've never been there alone. OK, um, but I would not want to go there alone yeah, now. Same. The state tournament for Kentucky high school baseball is now at John or at um, the University of Kentucky, so it's very yeah yeah much different whole different atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and then last year before um, they had sub state at Western in Bowling Green, and it was it's beautiful okay. there. Um, but yeah, it yeah yeah I haven't been to their ballpark <laughs> yet. Uh, it's on my list. It's on my list. It's gorgeous. Yeah, no, no, I, I've yeah. seen the pictures. I think when I was gonna, I was supposed to go early in, in early in the <laughs> spring, and uh, just the rain. It rained just oh, yeah. constantly, so it, it screwed up my plans to go there to see Vanderbilt and to see the Nashville Sounds. Mm. So it's like, okay, I just won't go. Which you know, oh yeah, unfortunately, the rain. Yeah, we went from every day it raining to now it never rained, but it was horrible during baseball season last year every mm-hmm. time luckily um mccracken their field is turf that helps so that helped and a lot of people were like well why why is mccracken like getting so much coverage why is mccracken like playing it's and it's like they have, they a, have turf a, turf, field. a brand new turf field so yeah well see, yeah. yeah see people get upset because it's like why do they have a turf field? Why? Because it saves you games. I mean, if you oh, yeah. are in c- certain parts of the country where it rains all the time in April, yes, you need a turf field because it drains better. Um, I used to coach middle school baseball. There was one year we had five games because it just hmm. kept raining and our field was full of mud. And now that has tr- happened at Brooks multiple yeah. times. I've witnessed dugout flooding at Brooks from torrential downpour i was in the press box and i got there and as soon as i got there just a gush of rain Mm -hmm. and it was it it rained for about 30 minutes and the players of course this was when it was just it was a call like a summer ball league and the college guys were like sliding and like the little kids were like out and like playing in the puddles in the dugout and i was just like oh my god this game's never gonna get to be played they ended up playing that night yes. but the drainage at brooks is not great when it rains mm, yeah that's that's the thing with those old ballparks that does happen and, and obviously mm-hmm. when you have natural grass uh but you know sometimes somebody may say hey let's uh install some proper drainage system and get things going oh, yeah. but that that costs money it's easy for it us to say. it costs money so hopefully uh there's not going to be too many rainouts this year because I hope to get down there. I don't want to drive four hours and get rained out. So we'll uh, we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah, because I think it's about a four-hour drive for me. It's uh, not too bad. So, well, Chelsea, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, tell people where we can find you. Talk about your website. If they want to follow, check you out on Twitter. Give us the deets. Yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Chelsea Brook. Um, my work is in the Paducah Sun, and you can also find me at dugoutdish.com. I will be having a new website coming out this off season. Um, I've just got to kind of work out all the kinks for it. And you can find my sports photography on Instagram at by Chelsea Brook. All right, perfect. It's actually a, it's about a five hour, four hours and forty five minutes, a little bit further than I thought. So, uh, but. If I'm there, we'll we'll definitely meet up and uh, hang Absolutely. out and, and uh, we'll talk some baseball. So, Chelsea, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you giving us the time and I hope you feel better. Thank you so much for having me. All right. No problem. This was great. And I learned a lot about Paducah, the ballpark and, and the wild buffaloes that still roam, <laughs> still roam nearby. Love that. All right. Well, thank you for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. All right, that was Chelsea Parker for the Paducah Sun. Uh, we had some conversation outside of uh, this broadcast, and that easily could have been added to the broadcast. In fact, I feel like I ripped you guys off, uh, but maybe I'll have her back on in the future 
to talk a little independent baseball because she she's a big fan of uh, the American Association, the Frontier League, and the Atlantic League. And we then started talking about the Mets and the Cardinals, how they just screw screw themselves over in the playoffs. She was actually at game one when the Cardinals had a 2-0 lead in the ninth and the Phillies scored six, and then those guys haven't stopped scoring since. Thank you, St. Louis. Thank you, Cardinals, for, you know, just laying flat. Who knows? if you Maybe if you win those two games, uh, well, God, the Cardinals will be in the playoffs, the World Series right now. I don't want that. <laughs> Either way, I'm not happy. So, yeah, it's uh, that's playoffs. That's the playoffs this year. So, you know. Oh, that that's that's the worst thing when you're at a baseball game, especially playoffs, and your team is up two nothing with like two outs or one out, and the other team just comes back and they just keep scoring and scoring and scoring. Uh, but the Mets did that this year too. I think the Mets were down two nothing to St. Louis, and they wind up scoring five runs in the ninth to win that game. So it happens. That's baseball. You just really playoffs. This is when you're gonna just do that. So. Anyway, that was a great interview. Uh, Paducah sounds like a cool town and a nice little area to spend a few days in. I've never been out of Paducah. I'm sure I would, you know, just have a ball there, checking out some buffalo, eating some barbecue, watching baseball, heading over to uh, Marion to check out the new Prospect League team, which as of this recording has not been named yet. Uh, Hopefully they don't announce it soon and the recording goes on after. But as right now of this recording, the Prospect League team in uh, Rent One Park has not been named. Uh, check out the Cape Catfish uh, over there as well. Then maybe uh, hang out with my buddies over in Evansville with the Otters at Bossy Field. So, I yeah, it's just, uh, you know, that's what I like about baseball, these baseball pilgrimages. You can just check out little parks and add to your collection of stadiums and videos and whatnot. So anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys coming on. And hearing me out, uh, I like doing these videos and recordings. It's a lot of fun. And you get to talk to some really great people. Uh, if you do like listening to baseball podcasts, check out the Up to Chat podcast. Uh, that is done by a buddy of mine over in the Dayton. Ohio. Well, I don't know where he's at. I'm not, you know, I think he was in Dayton. Uh, but that that is done by a buddy of mine, uh, Up to Chat podcast uh he does podcasts and he'll talk to people from all across the baseball universe check him out good times uh somebody else you can check out as well and they may be on right now as we're speaking it's the uh, baseball and beer podcast those guys do a wonderful job as well uh they do it every week they have a live broadcast and they uh, really uh, do a lot of fun things there. Is it is it beer and baseball? Hold on. I'm being told it's beer and baseball by my producer. Is it beer? Is it baseball and beer or is it beer and baseball? I don't know. I'm talking to you. I've been on the show. To, I've been on their show. You think I would know this? Here it is. Beer and baseball. Is 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 that what I said? Oh, no, I didn't say that. I said, did I say baseball and beer? The Beer and Baseball podcast, they have a YouTube page. Check them out there. It's, uh, a well, uh, yeah, go to the Beer and Baseball uh, site. It's, uh, uh, they have Myrtle Beach Pelicans right now. Actually, their their YouTube site looks nice. It, look, it looks better than mine. H- how do they have it like this? <laughs> so... Yeah, actually, this was, oh, hold on, this is from June 13th, 2022. I think I have the wrong person. I, oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? I, hold on. I, and I'm not editing this, editing this out either. Cause there is a baseball and beer pot. Is there a baseball and beer and then a beer and baseball podcast? Is that what we're talking about? Oh, here it is. It's right here. Baseball brew crew. Wait a minute. When did you become the baseball brew crew? 
I have to have a talk with uh, Mr. Mondragon over here. I'll, I'll give him a call right now. <laughs> That's the people. Th- those are the gentlemen I'm trying to promote here. The Baseball Brew Crew. Just type in Baseball Brew Crew. They're on YouTube, and uh, they need some subscribers. And uh, subscribe to them. They they do a nice, almost an hour to two hour show. Sometime their latest episode. Uh, they're saying they talk about John Candelera. Candelaria, Raleigh Fingers, and the Spaceman, Bill Lee. Uh, check them out. They drink beer. They play some baseball card games, and they do a nice little production there. It's uh, well done. Uh, they're a little bit too much into their baseball cards. I, I don't know. I used to love baseball cards not anymore, but uh, I had a blast on their show. I need to bring those guys onto my show one day because that was a lot of fun. So check them out. I'm sorry. It's the Baseball and Beer. It's not Baseball Beer Podcast. It's the Baseball Brew crew. That was a disaster, but I blame my technician because there's somebody that does beer and baseball, but they haven't had anything on. Well, they, it feels like they just do. They, I don't know. They're connected with the Myrtle beach Pelicans. I don't know who those guys are, but I'm sure that's a great podcast. Listen to them. Listen, I don't care. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Did I mess anything up today? Nothing. Can you get me some uh, more bourbon and uh, ginger ale? I'm hungry. Can you make me some? <laughs> oh, this what? This this what? No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm not doing. No, we're not doing that. No, 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 no. No, my producer is telling me to uh, plug something. If if they if they want me to plug their product, they need to pay me. I I work cheap. They can give me twenty five bucks an episode. I'd be more than happy to talk about their fine products, uh, but I'm not doing it today. I, I will tell you this. I will talk about this this website, Old Fort Baseball Co. Old Fort Baseball Co. It's done by my buddy Logan, and uh, he does these awesome shirts that are, uh, well, he's got some pop-ups coming around Fort Wayne if you're in the area, uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. So he does uh, he does a collection of, Old baseball teams from the Fort Wayne area, such as the Fort Wayne Daisies, the Fort Wayne Scouts, the Fort Wayne Colored Giants, the original, the first one of the first professional baseball teams. The I don't know how to pronounce his name. The the Cakey Oggins. I'm saying that wrong. And of course, he does my shirts, the uh, Ballpark Hunter shirts. So I know those are flying off the shelves right now. But there's two designs. $30 a piece. Uh, check him out. You could also go to his website. You can listen to my podcast, uh, such as my interview with uh, Monica Blake with the Minot Hot Tots. So anyway, guys, I'm out of here. I messed up enough tonight. And uh, thanks for listening. Check me out at Ballpark Hunter. Hold on. In my throat. Check me out. Hmm. Are we done? All right. Listen, follow me at Stadium Journey for my articles. You could also listen to past podcasts at Anchor FM. You can just type in Ballpark Hunter Podcast and you'll get your choice of, uh, you know, venues to listen to. Uh, Watch my videos on YouTube, Ballpark Hunter, and uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm always looking for friends. So until next time, we will talk to you soon. Take care. Good night. Be safe, guys, and uh, happy journeys.